Welcome to the Friends of Zane Adams, aka FAZA Podcast, bringing awareness of postpartum depression, suicides, and the children who are left behind. We'll be spotlighting positive outcomes from mothers as well as healthcare experts and counselors. Would you know the signs of PPD? Would you know how to help a loved one? Stay tuned. As a community, we can do more to support maternal mental wellness. Welcome, FAZA fans. And thank you for joining in on a new FAZA podcast. This is Paulette Smith with episode 29. As always, I'd like to say if you have not already subscribed to our YouTube podcast channel, please do it now and click on notifications to get an alert for new episodes. That will help us grow in our efforts to bring more awareness to postpartum depression maternal suicides, and the children who are left behind. Before beginning, I need to say a few words about triggers. This is a safe place. However, we may discuss topics that can be sensitive and may act as a trigger for some members of our audience. The content we discuss serves to provide information, education, and advocacy only. If you are experiencing an emergency, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's 988. And if you're not experiencing an emergency, you're seeking consultation, then please check with your doctor or professional caregivers. And if you feel that your voice is still not being heard, please don't give up seeking help. Visit us online at fazainc.org and we'll try to assist you in finding resources in your local area you're never required to provide us with any private or sensitive information. This is an exciting day because we have a guest who is world famous in the realm of providing health care and resources to parents, children, and families. Dr. William Sears. His bio is fascinating and I invite you to read his full bio on our website or on his, I'm going to give you those links, but I want to just give you a few highlights right now. Dr. Bill Sears, affectionately known as Dr. Bill by his young patients, he's a renowned pediatrician with over five decades of experience in family health. He's a Harvard Medical School graduate. He's been a professor of pediatrics at several universities, including the University of Toronto, and he's had key medical positions in many leading hospitals. Now, Dr. Sears and his wife, Martha, are parents of eight children. So, you know, he's not just talking the talk, he's walking the walk. He's a prolific author with over 40 best-selling books, that's 4-0, and he's a trusted health consultant for various media outlets. That's right, he's made over 100 television appearances, including The Oprah Show, The Dr. Phil Show, and he's been featured on the cover of Time Magazine. So now you know why I'm so excited that we can tap into his wealth of knowledge on holistic ways to manage postpartum depression. Welcome to the FAZA Podcast, Dr. Bill. How are you doing? Great to be with you. Great to be with you, Paulette. Thank you. I'm very honored to be with you. Well, we're the ones that are honored. We're honored, uh, and we feel really blessed that you've taken time 
from what we know is a demanding schedule for you. You've taken time to come and help FISA fans start the year off with your expert advice. So I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the article that we're going to discuss, I know that it was authored by your lovely wife, Martha, who's an RN, and I want to give her acknowledgement. And the fact that you two collaborate so beautifully, not only in having eight children, but also in bringing together a knowledge base of beneficial resources to help families. So I want to jump right in. We have six points to highlight, and we're going to have a packed podcast. And every person who's joining us and every person who comes in on demand, I feel this information is going to give them a role that they can play in helping a mom or a pregnant person use the gifts and the information that you've given us. So I have six, six points in the article, and I'm going to just touch on each one of them. The first one was stick to priorities. You said remind yourself that you're doing the most important job in the world, mothering a new human being. And that struck me right away as something that moms should feel proud of. Absolutely, Paulette. And, um, you know, Martha and I, we've been married for 58 years. And um, (laughs) uh, uh, somebody asked me, well, how can you, how do you, survive writing all these books together. And, and Martha says, uh, uh, Bill writes it, I fix it. And, <laughs> and that's it, and I fix it. And, and so when it, comes to the, uh, when it comes to childbirth and postpartum adjustments, the, uh, I've, I've had the pleasure myself of over my uh, medical career of attending over a thousand births. And Paulette, you know, I, I just have to say one thing. I believe that God's most beautiful creation, God's most beautiful creation in the whole world is the female body. That's what I learned by, by being at all these births. So uh, when, when, I, when moms comes in, to what you just mentioned about stick to priorities, respect your nesting in period, all right? Mm. This is... Giving birth is your license to be pampered, right? <laughs> you, 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 this is your time to be pampered, okay? You need the time to settle in with your baby. You can't be a, a cook, a housekeeper, a social hostess. You don't have energy for all those. This is the full time in your life. And I remember one of the first things we did is uh, I call it make a, uh, uh, make a nursing nest. Mm. uh, Somewhere in your home or apartment where you have a rocking chair in front of a Mm. window, you have a tray where you can have snacks, you have your favorite music on, and you have someone else take care of the other stuff because you're healing your body and you're nursing and taking care of your baby. That so stick to priorities. This is not the time to get involved in all kinds of other stuff. Absolutely. Now, you know, on our previous podcast, we've discussed having moms accept the changes that are going on in your life when you're a new mother and to not feel guilty if you don't get every little thing done. That's a big 
a resounding issue that comes up with our moms and our groups all the time. They can't seem to get that nursing, <laughs> that nest for nursing, and then not feel, feel bad about it. And that really kind of helps us move on to the second point, which is you're taking some time to yourself. You have that place that you've created just for nurturing and nesting, and yet you need to get out in nature a little bit. So the second point was get out and enjoy nature. You said when your medical team says it's okay, start taking walks outdoors and stopping now and then and just letting the peace of nature speak to you and your baby. Try for just a little while and then expand it to maybe in the morning and in the evening. And that, I thought that was great great advice. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, uh, nature, nature is healing, Paulette. And, mm-hmm. and you know what, what mothers say. I remember when our, our kids were having, shall we say, a bad day or a down day. What <laughs> would we say to them? Go outside and play. Mm-hmm. Go outside and play. Uh, to the mom, go outside and play. Or go outside and pray. See, home to a tiny yeah, baby is where is where you are. So wear your baby in a carrier. We call it baby wearing. And go out and take a walk. The nature, see, the the moving in nature <clears throat> is good for you, but also, Paulette, that's what your baby was used to for nine months. Right. Your baby was used to movement your body's movement for nine months. Now the baby will be calmer and more content when you're moving with him or her outside the womb for nine months. You'll notice how baby, baby smiles, and you get out there and get moving in nature, and you sing to the baby, you look at the sky, you pray, you look at the trees, you look at the park, uh, water, uh, this is very, very therapeutic. And in fact, this has been well studied. I learned this in Japan when I was giving a talk on our su- subject we're talking about now. I, I, I said, you know, I asked, you know, what, what do you all do over there for uh, people who are depressed? And we say, we, ta- we call it forest bathing. Mm. yoku. We take them out to a forest and they take a half-hour walk in the woods, and we wire them up before and after their walk, and we find that their happy center lights up, and their sad center goes down. We find that their happy hormones go up in their blood, and their sad hormones go down. So there really is science behind go outside and play. Well, that's something that everyone can, everyone can do. Like I said, if they're checked with their doctor and they know that they're safe, that's something anyone and everyone can do. We always tell our moms, take the advice of your medical team, tell them everything that's going on with you, but walking we know throughout uh, life in all stages just has some wonderful healing properties. So we want that mom to go outside, and play. <laughs> yeah, and it takes us, <laughs> takes us over to, um, to our third topic, which is get some group therapy 
and possibly some actual therapy. You know, we here at FASA, we're big at using a therapist just anytime, anytime you feel like you're not yourself or you're not hearing what you want to hear, uh, just making sure, and we, we make sure that we use our FASA finder to help moms get therapy that they can afford if the insurance is not sitting just right with them or whatever. But in your article, you say the traditional model has never been a mom alone at home with a baby. It's always been mothers and babies sharing their joys, their problems with one another, and it's okay to find a postpartum group or a new mommy exercise class or faith-based mom's group or just friends to hang out with. But the main thing is to avoid depression by isolating yourself or being alone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, group therapy. And you mentioned, you mentioned um, a therapist. The, uh, in my experience, Paulette, mothers uh, need to be a little wiser in choosing a therapist. Mm. You need to talk to a counselor who specializes in postpartum depression. And here, here's one of the newest things in counseling. Remember the old days, you go into a dark room with no windows and you talk to the counselor. No, 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 no. Your brain does not think well in that environment. So a mm. smart counselor, weather permitting, in my experience, we do this in our office, uh, we're a counselor, we say, okay, uh, I'll tell you what, um, Susie, I'll, um, um, I'll meet you at the park at 10 o'clock mm. on Friday, and we'll take a walk while we talk out in nature. Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. That's that's the therapist for you because you want, you want to be able to download on what's going on. The, uh, uh, you want to be, be just, just download on the therapist. They've heard it before, but when you're out in nature and when you're moving, the movement, your brain, your brain is only as good as the blood flow to it. When you mm. move, you increase the blood flow. See, the brain is like a garden. The brain is like a garden. And what do you need to grow a good garden? You need to feed and fertilize it, and you need to water it. So when you go outside and you walk, you're watering your brain garden, and so you're getting a lot more out of the therapist. And you're getting that circulation. That is mm -hmm. wonderful, and that's good news for our moms who are listening in and for family members to know because anytime it's good weather, and, and people like me, of course, I have a dog, so I'm out walking, you know, all the time, and I live in a park-like environment. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Walking is so good and it stimulates you so well. We just go take a walk and we feel so much better. So I'm glad my moms are hearing this so they'll know when they get that therapist, they're not going to be going off into a dark room if the uh, weather's permitting. They're going to try to be in some kind of environment where they're walking and talking, stimulating their body and their brain. So I appreciate that. You know, we agree with you wholeheartedly that moms should never hesitate to speak with a professional who specializes in postpartum issues. And the next thing on our list, very important, 
Everybody knows it, but we don't always do it, and that's eat well. You said that depression causes a lack of appetite and creates yep. cravings for junk food. And poor nutrition feeds more depression. So that's like a circle. That's like a very bad circle. Absolutely. And, and what I wanted to do on our, uh, when you asked me to join your program, I said, well, you know, I'm going to concentrate uh, on things that perhaps our, our listeners haven't heard before, something new. So uh, follow, uh, follow me close, and we'll spend a little more time on the nutrition aspect, Paulette, because this is a, there's a lot of new things. Uh, first of all, point number one, your brain above every other organ is most affected, for better or worse, by what you eat. Mm-hmm. You put happy foods in your brain, you get happy thoughts. And so... Uh, the first thing I would like our parents to do is, is get a copy of our book, The Healthy Brain Book, and we, we donate all proceeds. So uh, uh, the, uh, the Healthy Brain Book, and that will go through nutrition for a healthy brain. Now, this mm. is fantastic new noise, new um, joys, and new research for postpartum depression. And what do you think, Paulette, is the number one nutrient, the number one nutrient deficiency that can trigger postpartum depression? What's your guess? I don't know. It is. What is it? Omega-3 fats. Omega, of course. Omegas, the fats, okay? Now, the brain, your brain is mostly fat. The way you remember this is we're all fatheads. Paulette, you're a fathead, I'm a fathead, our listeners are fatheads, okay? Nice. So when you have a deficiency, uh, two things. First of all, the omega-3 fats are the number one nutrition for growing a baby's brain. That's Mm. number one. Secondly, a baby's brain grows the fastest in the womb and the first couple years. So that is mm. when a baby needs the most omega-3. So let's imagine mother is not getting enough omega-3s in her diet in the last three months of pregnancy and say the first six months after birth. In the last three months of pregnancy, if mother doesn't eat it, that little sucker inside that that baby will actually get more of the omega-3s in mother's blood. So baby gets more omega-3s from mother's blood, but mother has a deficiency because the baby sucks it out of her. And then after birth, the breastfeeding baby, if mother doesn't have enough omega-3s, the baby will get it because the baby gets first, first dibs on nutrition. They so yes. baby baby grows and baby thrives, but mother's brain is affected. So uh, one of the newest things, in fact, the newest bit of research that I was able to come across is mothers who have adequate intake of omega-3 DHA, omega-3 DHA and EPA, the two smart fats, they right. have a much lower incidence of postpartum depression. Wow. So, so remember that. So, and so mom oh, yeah. said, oh, wow, I didn't know that. How much, Dr. Bill, how much do I need to eat? <clears throat> well, 
Um, the first of all, the number one food for pregnancy and lactation and the first few years of life is wild, must be wild, wild salmon. All right? Love it. And on page 31 of our, of our Healthy Brain book, it shows you 12 nutrition, 12 nutrients in a piece of wild salmon that your brain needs to help uh, prevent postpartum depression. Now, the mom will say, oh, gee, I don't like fish, especially when I'm pregnant. Well, if, if you don't like it, then you need to take an omega-3 uh, DHA EPA supplement. Yeah. Okay, so take it. You don't eat it, then you take it. And then uh, right. you're saying, oh, well, how, how much? All right, make it very easy. Start off with a gram a day. A gram a day, that's 1,000 milligrams a day of omega-3 DHA EPA combined. All right, now you're probably going to need more, but here's the, ne the next thing that's new research, uh, Paulette, is, see, it's, um, we absorb things differently. Right. So uh, e uh, eating, you know, it's not what you put in your mouth, it's what your intestines absorb. And women tend to be high absorbers, men tend to be low absorbers. So uh, now we have a simple finger stick, one drop of blood, blood test called an omega-3 index that tells you how much you need to eat. So um, my favorite is, it was called omega O-M-E-G-A, Omega Quant, Q-U-A-N-T. You can go mm -hmm. to their website and learn all about what we just talked about. OmegaQuant.com, and you order a blood test. And sometimes insurance will cover it if you do it through a doctor. And, okay. and, you get, and it's one drop of blood, painless. And you send it back in, and that tells you your blood level, your blood cell level, red blood cell level of omega-3. You want an 8%, 8% if you want to help prevent postpartum blues and depression. And then you'll get also advice is, uh, say, uh, you get it, the advice will come, say, uh, Paulette, you have it's only uh, 6%. You need, eat, you need to eat or take this much omega-3, DHA and EPA, to get yourself up to 8%. See, so this is something new. So eat smart fats, uh, smart fats for baby and smart, healthy fats for mommy. Oh, fine. That is. And I just want the listeners to know that all of this information is available on Dr. Bill's site. And, of course, we're going to duplicate um, you're going to have the podcast, but we're going to duplicate information links. We're going to be duplicating links. So no matter where you are, if you're on Father's site or if you're on Dr. Bill's site, you'll be able to get over there. And also at the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you some information about this great book that you can give as a gift to make sure that the moms in your life are getting all the information that they need. And, you know, that kind of takes us into our next point because it's talking about self-care. And most of the time when we think about self-care, we're thinking about doing something to ourselves or 
you know, and that's true, like a spa, taking time to get our hair done or whatever, but also having something good to read while we're relaxing is great too, and that book would be something that's not only beneficial and full of information, but full of new information that we get ahead of something that has been causing pain and causing stigma and causing silence, something that we can get ahead of, and that's what we want to do. You said in your article that small acts of self-care are apt to make you feel good and that we can invest in just simple things, taking care of ourselves through the early months because moms deserve to be cared for. The baby's going to be cared for. And pretty much like you said, uh, even when they're in mom's body, God's going to take care of them in there. Mom better get what she wants because that baby's going to get what they need. They're going to take it. And so we have to take extra care to treat ourselves good and get what we need. As you said, a, a happy mommy is better for the baby. What the baby needs most is a happy, healthy mother. Yeah, absolutely, and and that was our motto. And I, I remember Martha's uh, uh, she her favorite trait. She would go to get a hairstyle, a new hairstyle. It was kind of like after <laughs> she worked so hard to deliver a baby, it was kind of like this was the new me. <laughs> to get a new hairstyle, um, and then uh, you know a little time at the spa or somebody a little soak in the tub. Uh, but I but you know even you think Martha would know better after eight babies okay but i remember <laughs> still i still remember bless her heart i remember one time she said to me and she was tired and all uh my, our baby was going through a, a what we call a high need stage and she said to me oh i'm so tired i don't have time to take a shower my baby oh. needs me so much i said what dear martha <laughs> Sit down. And I said to her, and I made a big, big sign on her bathroom mirror, what our baby needs most is a happy, rested mother. I want you to look at that sign every day. And she says, but, 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 no, no, no. You go take a shower. I will take baby. But he's fussy. Okay. (laughs) Here's a tip for mothers, okay? You know what? Sure, mothers are expert at it. But give daddy a chance, too. You'd be surprised what crazy little goofy tricks dads will come up with. When we call it the handoff, when when, uh, uh, Martha was overwhelmed, she'd hand the baby off to me. And I figured, okay, I I don't have, obviously, the equipment to... uh, to a pacify baby like Martha does, but I have a deeper voice, and babies <laughs> like the card of the deeper voice, the monarcha, like go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, my little baby, and it works. Also, we have a hairy chest, so I, I would I I would put my a baby against our little hairy chest, and I I call it the neck nestle, and I I drape my my um, a chin and neck over baby's skull. See, babies hear with the vibration of their skull bones too, not just their ears. And I would sing, mm-hmm. 
you know, go to sleep, go to sleep, and the vibration of their skull bone put them right to sleep. See, so so moms need to get, give dad. Don't don't hover around ready to rescue you know fussy baby from fumbling daddy. No, no, no. Give daddy a chance to shine. Excellent. I just love it. Your baby needs a happy, healthy mother. We always say uh, in our podcasts and in our writings and in our articles, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you have to take care of yourself, mom. Fill yourself up with as much uh, relaxation. Take every opportunity to do like Dr. Bill says, and that is look at this as your time, the time in your life uh, to be pampered because you're doing the most important job that you'll ever have to do. But it won't last. You won't. One thing you said in, in another one of your articles, almost I think back to the front, it said, you know, the constant baby care stage doesn't last forever. So you know that things are going to change. You want to enjoy this time, this time, time for you to be pampered, Mm -hmm. which takes us into point number six, which is sort of like that. Say uh, meditation. Meditation is soul care. So you should be aware of your breathing as you go through your day in having slow, steady inhales and exhales. And we even have podcasts with Fazer. We had a breathologist come on, and she talked about the importance of breathing. And in your article, it definitely solidifies that. You say, read something uplifting or funny, or you could read something interesting, uh, like uh, Dr. Bill's book, but you also can make a gratitude list and just take up a project, something that's going to take you into meditation and soul care. Is that something also that Martha did? Yes, yes. And you mentioned the magic word, uh, gratitude there, Paulette. Uh, No no matter how life sucks, and it does some days, we all have a (laughs) few things to be be thankful for. And and here's what we we teach in our our, uh, postpartum program. Uh, We would teach, begin the day. Begin the day with an attitude of gratitude. And here's, here's how I begin my day. And you just pick a few things you're thankful for. So uh, this is basically how I begin my days. I, first of all, I get up. My I don't check cell phones. I don't check. You know, I look out the window, nature, and I say, "Thank you, God, for my life, 84 mm. years. Thank you, God, for my wife, 58 years. Thank you, God, for my health, cancer survivor." Thank you, God, for my wealth, eight kids. Thank you, God, for my MD. Please make it my ministry. Hmm, a deep breath. Bring on the day. So start your day with the attitude of gratitude. Whatever, uh, uh, make your own little uh, meditation mantra uh, like I just did. And, and do that each day, and it's a great way to start the day. You know, you are so on target with that. We here at Baza, we, in, in our early days, we started encouraging moms to journal and just 
and put down, and some of our moms talk about that's what they journal about, their gratefulness. They, they journal about the different things that they're grateful for. And we encourage them to do it because we learned that it's been researched that it's a stress reducer. It's also a great way to keep important information on hand to share with their caregivers, uh, especially if there are moments when they are feeling down. They can uh, not have to feel embarrassed. They don't have to share it with anyone. They can keep it to themselves. But when they go into their caregivers, they can say, this, this day so-and-so-and-so happened. And they can see repetitiveness. They can see if they have triggers, things that are taking them down in certain ways on certain days, if there's any, any consistency there. So meditation, making sure that we get that gratitude list going on every day, getting those affirmations, and then doing things to channel that anxious energy and settle your minds, mommy, settle your minds. You know, Dr. Bill, can you, can you believe that our time is coming to an end? You know, I... You have so many resources. You mentioned one, so I've got to give enough time uh, to talk uh, about your resource. You know, we're going to have a banner up, Baza fans, so that you can see all the places that you can go and purchase uh, Dr. Bill's book and start working on getting that brain healthy. You have, you have so many resources. Just want you to tell us any other resources that you want to speak about at this moment. Well, uh, one, one other report, resource, uh, Paulette, as you want to pre- uh, is during, pre- during pregnancy. All right. I, I think uh, moms maybe aren't selective enough uh, on a healthy pregnancy book. So think about it. The most important thing you'll ever do in the world is, is having a baby. So you want to do, you want four people around you. You want four mm. people who are going to advise you. So when you are, are, are purchasing any pregnancy book, look for four people. First of all, you want a, a uh, obstetrician who is a professor of obstetrics at a major university. Mm. Secondly, you, you would want a midwife who's been there for 30 years, a midwife knows a lot. Thirdly, yes. you want a mother who's delivered a lot of babies. Martha had to say, never read a book of somebody who hasn't had at least five babies. And then you want a <laughs> pediatrician so, yes. who's been a, a lot of births. So we put those four together in our healthy preg- the book called The Healthy Pregnancy Book, where we have a university professor, a um, midwife, uh, the only one of the few PhD midwives, uh, then myself, and then Martha, a childbirth educator and mother of eight. So um, uh, you'll find our healthy pregnancy book is a good way to start a healthy pregnancy. Okay, then. And that's another, so Father fans, you know we have uh, Dr. Bill now on our side who's giving us the benefit of his expert information. We also have Dr. Alan Lindman, who has said these very same things, almost like a mirror. So you know that, and Dr. Lindman, uh, he, he's a partner with Father. He has delivered 6,000 babies. He's an obstetrician. Wow. And he's <laughs> delivered 6,000 births with no mortality, zero. 
Hey, hey, and hey, Paula, so, let me let me tell you, Mar- Martha goes ballistic when I say I delivered baby. I I delivered four of our babies. No, no, no. As soon as I say that, women <laughs> deliver babies, men catch well, babies. So men catch. He, he caught six. He caught <laughs> yeah, six. He caught six thousand babies. He caught six thousand <laughs> and mommies and kept mommies safe. So that's at least two. Just absolutely world-known and well-known, nationally-known doctors that you know, Sponsor fans, you can go to their websites and get their information. You're going to see links to uh, Dr. Bill Sears' book, The Healthy Brain, and also his pregnancy book. You're going to see that there. And, uh, Dr. Bill, we really appreciate you so much uh, and we know how busy you are, but we look forward to the time when you'll come back with us. And Thank you, Paul. Now, you Thank have you more than much. one. You have more than one website too. So, is it? If which tell us which website you prefer our listeners go to to get the best of your resources. Yeah, it would be askdrsears.com. Askdrsears.com. Okay. That's the only one you need to go to. And that's the one that we have, we're going to have on the website, and that's the one you can go back and forth, reciprocal, Father fans. Well, Father fans, it's our sincere desire that you, you found this discussion useful, beneficial. That's what we want to do. And for family members, medical advisors, everybody, we're just trying to bring up awareness. You know that. And we certainly are grateful to have had the honor and pleasure of hearing Dr. Bill give us his recommendations built on more than five decades of caring for moms, children, and families. We want to share this information with you, but we want you to think about sharing any part of this. It's free. You copy it. You download it. There are no copyright infringements on our website, on Father's website. You can just share it out with women that you know might need this information, pregnant moms or families. And all six of these points will be listed along with, as I said, direct links to Dr. Bill and all of his books. We want you to create a plan for your good health and for your unique needs in 2024 and beyond. Okay? So this is Paulette Smith signing off in loving memory of Christina LaShawn Thompson-Adams. Bye-bye.